0: That, that that that's deep, like yeah, it's
1: uh, deep. It's very deep. So uh, that, that kept me going. It keeps me going when I have like. I hope that you find your passion out there, whether it be real estate, whether it be um, medicine, whether it be uh, sports,
0: uh, whether.
1: It... Welcome back to another episode of Key Factors Podcast. I'm your host Mark Jones, and we're powered by ReviewMyMortgage.com. Um. And if this is your first time listening, tuning in, um, go ahead and hit the like button, the share button, the subscribe button, all of those buttons. But today, since we've got a kind of crazy market, um, I've been on a road show all day long and finally getting a chance to decompress and talk these thoughts out, what we went through today, and I actually brought along my coach. Um, she's been on the podcast before, but we're going to be talking about something pretty in-depth Um but let me introduce her first. Without further ado, Katie Hassan, you guys.
0: Thanks, Mark.
1: How you doing?
0: <laughs> doing great. Good. It has been quite the day. It
1: has. I'm tired, but um, also full of energy tired. at the same time.
0: Yeah, the good kind of the good <laughs> kind of tired. Like the hey, we talked to a lot of people today. Yes, so. we
1: did. Um, so what we were talking about today was the concept of creating a business plan and not necessarily going so far in depth and getting caught in the weeds that. You end up paralyzing yourself um, to the point that you don't do it. And we were kind of peeling back things to make sure that people understood that you don't have to get super complicated with it, right? And with this market being the way that it is, you having the opportunity to coach so many different top producers, I wanted to talk about what you're seeing in regards to the market, what your top producers are saying, how they're viewing it, and all that stuff hmm mm-hmm. yeah
0: yes I love that okay <laughs> like it's definitely a conversation I've been having a lot lately
1: <laughs> so I guess to start off tell us a little bit about you mm-hmm. and then uh, we'll just dive into it for mm-hmm. so Katie who are you
0: who am I yeah Ooh, where do I start <laughs> um that's always a fun question um So I have been in the personal, professional development space uh, with coaching, sales, and leadership development Mm -hmm. for over seven years now, and yeah, working with a company that's been around for 165 years, so it's a lot of time-tested principles, but as well as using practice what we preach, same-day type of methodologies as well, too. So anyways, I'm from Florida, born and raised... So I That's why
1: she's so tan and I'm not
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Uh so that's a little bit about me. I love um friends, family, quality time type of person. Uh I love water sports. Okay. Actually all sports. So yes. very skiing, competitive. Snowboarding. I've learned throughout the years. Uh, yeah. Spear fishing, diving, all the Florida things and uh I love challenging things like running and acro yoga and all the all the sports things. So that's a little bit personally and professionally. Okay. Yeah.
1: And challenging things that kind of leads or opens the door to our topic, mm. this market. Um, I don't think that there has a, been a day that has gone by in the last, we'll call it several months, mm-hmm. that I haven't heard this is a tough market. So that being said, what are you hearing from your top producers? What What is the... Um, topic of, of discussion, first off,
0: mm-hmm. when
1: it comes to that and it being challenging.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's so interesting, right? Because mm-hmm. you see the people who kind of cave under pressure mm-hmm. or, and I can't even tell you how many attrition conversations I've had yeah. uh, with it. You know, unfortunately, sometimes it's going to weed out the people who aren't meant to be here. You're um, not
1: wrong. You're not both wrong. Both in
0: real estate and mortgage and more industries than that as well, too. Mm-hmm. But it's like, hey, that's that's gonna happen. People are gonna be weeded out, and at the same time, you see people who actually take this take this opportunity and thrive in this kind of market. Yeah. They're the ones who say, "Hey, even if I did 50, 100 million, whatever I did last year or two years ago, you know, it's, it's going back to that line of normalcy." Sure, you know, I know you and I've talked about this before. Sure. Like, nothing's ever as bad as it sounds or as good as it seems. Right. And thinking bigger picture, longer term, like those those people, the people that are using this environment to thrive are the ones who are like hey this is my time to plant the right seeds
1: mm-hmm.
0: make sure i'm getting back to basics that's a huge topic of conversations of what does what does basics even look like right how do i get back to basics um how am i making sure i'm doing the things that other people aren't doing right now mm-hmm. how am i making sure i'm solidifying the good relationships um yeah and perspective so when it comes to
1: the concept of this market being challenging from the folks that you're coaching. And obviously there's plenty. So you've got a good pool to get a good perspective. uh, And and I feel lucky to kind of get this perspective. um, Do most of them understand what kind of market we're in? or Are they still trying to figure it out? Uh, And does that make sense? Mm -hmm,
0: Okay. mm -hmm. Um, and I can speak from my personal experience. Yes, yeah. obviously, we we coach that's... over three thousand people nationally, mm-hmm. internationally. But I can speak from the people and the conversations that I'm having, and I would say that yes, there is an element of like this is what it is,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that's what it is. Right. It's 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 factual. It's not emotional, and there's a huge difference. Okay. Um, there is saying, hey, this is a different market, mm-hmm. right? It's different than it was the last two years. It's not, oh my gosh, this is so tough. It's so hard. That brings so much more emotion into it. Sure. Which, everyone's had those conversations, and it's fine. It's just like, how far down that rabbit hole are you going to go? That makes sense. And so, to answer your question, like, yes, there are people who understand the market and are adapting and trying to get ahead of it, or adjusting as needed. Right. No one knows what's going to happen.
1: Now, you're saying adapting, and and that is a, a great kind of segue to... to understanding what changes are needed to be made in a market like we're having. And for those of you that are listening, watching, um, and not in tune with the market, maybe you're tuning in for the first time, who knows, but um, our market is very volatile when it comes to the interest rates, and those end up dictating what happens with the actual supply and demand, and um, really more so the demand side of things. And we're seeing a lot of folks that were getting ready to buy stop. We're seeing a lot of folks sitting on their in their property because it's sub three percent rate. So it's turning into this mix of what is really going on type situation. Mm-hmm. Um so that being said, what changes? what What adaptations are you are you seeing? or are you talking? What are you advising them to do?
0: Mm-hmm. I think what comes to mind for me is a couple things. One, what kind of conversations are they having proactively? Okay. Uh, For example, I had one client who his whole focus was making sure that he's doing more educating of borrowers and educating his agents to coach the people that they're talking to uh, around. Is this like, are you only focused backwards Mm -hmm. on what it was two years ago or like from what place are you operating at? Right. And it's a lot more of education on well no one knows what's going to happen and you can't live in the past
1: right you know no, you're not wrong there i mean are you seeing and i call them needle moving activities we've been in presentations workshop back to back all day so uh different analogies to this or alternatives that you can use are your uh csfs which are your
0: critical success factors boom
1: or your ipas Which is not the beer error.
0: Yes. Income producing activities. (laughs) And
1: then what what, KPI, what I call them are needle moving activities. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, what I'm doing, verb, is it going to uh, potentially generate income? Mm -hmm. Does it move the needle forward or not? Are you seeing them change their needle moving activities or increase the current needle moving activities that they're doing? Does that make do you know what I mean there? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What are you, what are you seeing out there? Cause I'll give you my perspective after. Because or you can give it to me now. No, 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 no <laughs> way. Um, because those of you, uh, listening out there, I'm actually jumping in to be more hands on on the production side because of the market that we're in. Um, it's not anything that I'm ashamed of. It's one of those things that as a leader, I have to roll up my sleeves and go, uh, back in the trenches uh it's time to put the armor on and do what i do best essentially which is kind of fun and i missed it quite a bit but um yeah go ahead sorry
0: no no that's okay (laughs) um to answer your question i would say both okay um both and and we had this conversation earlier it's it's a both and okay so for example for the people who you know, maybe found it easy the last couple of years, or whatever that was. Most, right? most, <laughs> uh, or maybe the phone was ringing, yeah. right? Like it wasn't as much outbound or as much, uh, if you want to call it skill or grit or whatever you want to call it. Like mm-hmm. it, 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 it was different. Sure. And so, for some people, it might have become more of like order taking, and might have okay. been like, okay, yeah, let me let me figure out what I can do, and. It was different. And so readjusting the focus, readjusting to, oh, like I need to go out and get the business. Mm -hmm. So whether that is diversifying what income producing activities they are. Right. Like we talked about earlier, I think it's um, very important not to replace something like building relationships and prospecting and making the phone calls. Right. With just posting on social media or messaging or at the end of the day, written communication, no matter what it is, could be misinterpreted. So. How many how many conversations are you having where you can actually look someone in the eye, get that nonverbal communication, hear what they're actually saying and mm-hmm. what they're not saying?
1: Right. And, and I think what is um, interesting about that is for the last two and a half years almost, we've been able to not only get by in not having that face-to-face, over-the-phone, hear my tone, hear my demeanor um, – those type of additional things that you get versus a text message. But increase in production. Mm-hmm. Uh, like not mm-hmm. only were we sustaining and like, Oh, let's figure this out. But we were all increasing in production.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now you've got it to where there's a lot of folks that are still relying on that mm-hmm. habit. We'll call it habit now mm-hmm. because it's, it worked. So we stayed doing it. Mm hmm. And they're trying to figure out how everybody else is still getting business, or there's others out there going, well, what do you mean the market's not bad It's or slow? Um, and as you mentioned, it's put it, putting yourself in the position to still win, finding those uh, ways um, to get the business mm-hmm. instead of letting it come to you. Mm-hmm. So that being said, and this is kind of a funny one, funky one, but... In the past two years, you being a coach, have you seen less people or more people signing up for coaching as a tool to increase the, the, the production
0: mm-hmm. or
1: less because, I don't know, they had excess before
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they really didn't take it seriously anyway? Mm-hmm does Mm -hmm. that make sense
0: uh it does and And i I, think
1: maybe your coaching friends would like (laughs) to hear this conversation
0: yeah i think um obviously it's going to depend on who you're talking to everyone has their own perceptions um but i love when one of my colleagues she was telling how she was talking to one of her like awesome clients Mm -hmm. and he's like hey you know stuff is happening and you know i just don't know uh you know and as he's talking himself through this whole conversation basically saying I don't know if 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 coaching is gonna be right right now maybe I you know he's been in coaching for over three years sure but like hey maybe I should pause right now and then she's she asks a couple questions and he's like well you know what actually if I had a life-threatening disease the last person I would fire is my doctor <laughs> yeah. so why would I sacrifice something that's only there to help my business grow in the time that it probably needs to grow the most right and i think um you said it earlier like the the yes people are still finding the need to invest in themselves mm-hmm. especially right now sure so i don't know if that answers what the question it, you were talking it to, does too.
1: kind of okay i guess what i'm what i'm getting at is the folks that either took coaching seriously or not are you seeing the ones that were in coaching mm-hmm. And we don't know what it's due to, but Mm -hmm. they were in coaching and they fell out because production is going down. And I guess initially, the production going down, it takes time for you as a producer to adjust to the market, Mm -hmm. right? So you're going to keep doing what worked, and then it's like, okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now now I need to change something, right? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: But those folks were like, no, I'm going to cut all my expenses right away, et cetera, et cetera, Mm -hmm. and it cuts – the expense that could actually get them there. Does that mm-hmm. make sense?
0: Mm-hmm. What,
1: what What do you think about that?
0: Mm. Um, I've seen that happen. Yeah? yeah, I've seen that happen for some people. And um,
1: and what do you think about that? I mean, what mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on that? Give us my the raw yeah. Truth. No,
0: my honest thoughts are like, hey, if it's time, if if like I think of it in terms of like. Farming. I'm not a farmer. Um, I could use a fishing analogy, but uh, yeah, but. but no, but like if we're using the farming analogy, like okay. there's there's times where hey, it's it's time to like get up earlier, go to bed later, cut what we need to cut, but I'm not gonna cut the power to my tool to garden to, like, you know, to, to harvest this crop. I need that tool. Right. And I might cut other expenses or here or there, and it's like, yes, I've had those conversations with people who were like Let's actually set your budget. Like, let's dig into the numbers right now. Mm-hmm. What can you do to com- be committed to increasing the activity for this short ter- term? Right. If you're if you're in dire straits right now, we need to do dire activity mm-hmm. to get you out of this. And it's it's hard conversations sometimes, but you know. And
1: the reason I ask is because you can probably look at plenty of studies being on your side of the tracks to determine mm-hmm. okay if there's someone that takes coaching versus someone that does not the one that is in coaching and it doesn't even matter if they're doing it whole ass or half ass their production's going to go up unless they're not just they're not doing stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> what mm-hmm. they're supposed to be on the job side on the career side
0: mm-hmm.
1: how is that not obvious to someone like that mm. does that make sense yeah. Okay.
0: And I think it. I, I'm a big, like I said, I've been coaching for a while and I've, I'm a big believer in finding a fit because when it's a fit with a person, man, I get excited. Sure. Like, it, like changes people's lives. And, and and what do you mean by a fit? And in what, mm-hmm. what aspect? Mm-hmm. If somebody is like willing to be coachable, mm-hmm. like, like it's like that humble, hungry analogy that you and I've talked about before. Right. Um, Like they know that they've gotten to where they are for a reason, you know? hmm Um, and there's also, there, there's an openness or a a desire to still grow and be coachable. Mm -hmm. Um, and I will say like of the clients that I can think of, I think I had at least four clients off the top of my head. I would have to go look specifics, but, um, that had their best years ever last year, I think of okay, what were the difference makers in those clients? Like
1: what What did they do? What were
0: the commonalities that I saw that helped them have the best years ever? One of them, one gal, she literally hired a coach. She had never had a coach before. Okay. You know, her and I started coaching together last February. Okay. And she also hired on someone. So like an an assistant. Like an assistant. Took on another
1: responsibility. Took on
0: another responsibility. So a lot of what we talked about was, you know interviewing and onboarding and delegating and Mm -hmm. all of these things that can be very scary Sure, because I can do it better, quicker, faster.
1: (laughs) We have that conversation quite often. (laughs) Yes. Yes.
0: Um, and so for her, that was huge. And I mean, it's amazing to see that she hit the trip that she wanted to hit. She Mm -hmm. hit all these things and I'm so proud of her for that. Um, but if I'm to look at the common, the common characteristics, Mm -hmm. I would say getting outside of the comfort zone, um, Doing the uncomfortable activities, picking up the phone, getting back to basics, talking to more people, understanding that that's you know it, it's going to be a numbers game still. Sure, um, and then perspective I think is is huge right. um, when it comes to how am I protecting my perspective?
1: Right, right, mm-hmm. and perspective being such a a, a big uh, I guess piece to the puzzle. It's it's that initial um, reaction. It's the, Mm -hmm. what makes you do the next step. Um, how are you seeing, I don't know how it affects someone.
0: Oh my gosh. It It is huge. This is one of my favorite topics. I mean, I've personally had an emotional intelligence coach for two years now. Okay. Okay. Um, because it's at the end of the day, we're all dealing with people. We're interacting Mm -hmm. with people, whether it's referral partners or clients or everything like that. And, so we're dealing with our own emotions and our own stories in our head mm-hmm. that come up based on what somebody says or doesn't say or yeah. their re- their uh, response time, all of those things. So being able to take your own emotions into consideration and then, and this is one of those muscles that like, you got to flex it. You got to constantly work it. I don't sure. think that there's any finish line. I could say, you know, even my EQ coach would be like, she's still learning and growing. Yeah. Um. But it's huge. It's huge when it comes to being aware of your own emotions, being aware of someone else's emotions without internalizing them, but being able to use them as information.
1: Right. Um, Now, I guess, give me an example of how that can be applied. mm. Because there's a lot of folks out there that took what you just said. And I, I know, obviously, much more in depth about that topic. But there's a lot of folks that probably just heard that and went, that makes sense. but How do I apply it?
0: Mm -hmm. And I mean,
1: what is a good, I don't know, scenario?
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'll put it in two different scenarios from a day-to-day perspective and from a, let's say, a leader's perspective.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, So so from like a day-to-day perspective, I think the easiest one that a lot of people could probably relate to is whether it's their family or or their spouse or their kids. Sure. Like typically the people that are closest with us know how to push our buttons the fastest. You're
1: not wrong. Yeah. That's weird, huh? (laughs) I
0: know. And we know how to do the same. Right. I don't know. And and I think where it, where it becomes a difference maker is when not only you can be aware of like, Hey, this is my trigger. This is my reaction. Mm -hmm. um, But how can I work on not, not having a reaction, but a response and like, yeah. and, that's, Stop
1: to think about it first and actually look at different perspectives yes. instead of just going with my gut or my feeling uh-huh. or what have you.
0: Yeah. And then from a leadership perspective, I think it's it's so easy to get caught up in the, here, let me just fix it for you.
1: And I can speak from 100% experience at this uh, 11 years plus in previous doing the same thing. And I think that that is a very common trait of a top producer. Uh, because initially until we do some soul searching, some, um, getting help from outside perspective, i.e. a coach, uh, we do tend to think you can't do it as good as me. So just get out of the way. Whereas. And I'm
0: helping you if I just show you how to do it and fix it.
1: Correct. When really I'm giving you a crutch and saying here, stand on this,
0: mm-hmm. right? It's the whole enabling versus empowering. I know we've had that conversation before, but. Yeah, really looking at like, how am I making this person feel Mm -hmm. um, when I'm just, am I, you know, it's the whole, am I teaching this person how to fish or am I just giving them the fish? Like, am I really helping this person learn by just doing it for them? Or am I actually, so to go from an EQ perspective, like we were just Mm -hmm. talking about, like, am I really taking their feelings into consideration and not to be, oh, mushy with all my team members and. You know, but right. really, actually meeting them where they're at, right? And trying to
1: understand, putting your feet in their shoes for a moment,
0: mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. and as then they may be. and being able to like show them how to do it, understand their understanding of what you're trying to show them how to do.
1: See, and that's tough this day and age because everybody's got uh, an outlandish perspective on everything. You got to be careful on what you say, how you do, what you do, when you do what you do. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of tough
0: i think if we're just talking surface level it's like i want to go
1: deep i want (laughs) to i mean i want more than just surface level yeah Um, only because i think we're in a market where there's a lot of folks that are either going to do what we're talking about or they're going to get out of the business Mm -hmm. because the type of business that we're in real estate um mortgage you eat what you kill if you're not killing anything you're probably going hungry And at a certain point, you can only go hungry for so long um, before you have to start chewing off your arm. And nobody wants that. Mm -hmm. But if there is a lifeline, a raft, a tool, something like that, or a concept or perspective Mm -hmm. that folks can take or adopt, Mm -hmm. let's try and give it to them. That's what Mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. Um, Because you get to speak to a lot of, and I don't know how many Folks like me, crazy nuts and all this other stuff that you Mm -hmm. do speak to, but I do have the perspective of, um, as of right now, kind of going back to uh, me filling the role of a producer again, Mm -hmm. I'm kind of having fun with it already. Because all of the things I've been coaching, I'm now not only getting to do, but I guess it's nice to confirm the stuff that I do know in a market that's like this, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for me, I kind of went back to basics in the sense that open houses work. I'm not doing the open houses, but I'm setting them up. I'm creating the opportunities for them. Um, providing classes, educational stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh That always works. Mm -hmm. Uh, Reaching out to previous clients to see how they're doing, to educate, things of that nature. Mm -hmm. Whereas there are still folks out there that are just waiting for the phone to ring. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are still folks out there that are thinking that they can keep that, we'll call it upper echelon customer, that can go wherever the heck they want because they can. Mm -hmm. Credit's good, income's good, assets are good. Mm -hmm. CIA. Mm -hmm. And... I don't know. I'm hoping that there's something, which obviously we've already talked quite a bit about it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What what are you seeing directly that they're doing?
0: Mm-hmm. Is there mm-hmm. anything? Consistency. Really? Uh, yeah. If we literally had to narrow down anything, I would say it's consistency and activity and perspective. Okay. Meaning, like, we've already talked a lot about perspective. perspective yep. Um, And I'm talking, like, big-term perspective. like okay. Because if I were to say, okay, well, Mark, do you think you're going to be getting out of the business in the next year or two? No. no, you know that, <laughs> you? Yeah, you know correct. that, you know a plan for the next three to five years. Yeah. You don't look at just one year at a time, Right. you look at the bigger picture here. So it's like, if you if it's a different season, it's a different season, mm-hmm. but you know you're still building something.
1: Okay, that, that leads to a pretty good question, I hope, because I've seen it firsthand. Those that are at least thinking year by year versus those that are thinking... Month by month, unfortunately. And that's where it's at with I some mean, folks in our business. Yeah, that's what like... Do you, what do you recommend? Let's,
0: yeah, let's go on that emotional roller coaster. <laughs> yeah,
1: you're <laughs> and not uh, wrong. That, that
0: one's not... I mean, I think it's one that's easy for people to get on and off, yeah. but not everybody likes riding it. <laughs> yeah, you're not. And it's not, not sustainable. <laughs>
1: it's not sustainable. Mm-hmm. Um, so for those folks that are back to the paycheck to paycheck in our type of work, mm. What would you recommend? I know what I'd recommend. I'd say, man, if you can't take out a loan so that you don't have to worry about that for at least the next two months while you mm-hmm. put your heels into the ground and go hardcore, straight ahead, full steam ahead or whatever they call it, it mm-hmm. um, might not be for you. Well, I would ask. And I'm I real would, estate or mortgage on mm-hmm. this.
0: I would ask what what their definition of a short-term sacrifice looks like. I like that. Okay. What do you mm-hmm. mean? Um. Ooh. What, what it means to have a short term sacrifice for the longer term payoff. Like, are you willing to go get a second job and work on the weekends and wake up earlier, go to bed later, put in more activity for the short term time? Mm -hmm. Of course, it's not going to be comfortable. Right. But it's still possible. Yes. And so it's like, it comes down to what do you want? And are you willing to put in the work for it? Mm -hmm. And really focus? And like I said, protect your per- protect your perspective. I feel I feel like that's so important um, from a proactive not a reactive standpoint. Sure. Um, I mean, everyone has heard that phrase before. Like it's mindset, everything's well, not, mindset. Well, not
1: necessarily. I mean, I I like the concept of pers- protect your
0: perspective, perspective. proactively. <laughs> proactively. Look, see, put that on a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> um
1: but I do like that because in the market or in the day and age that we are in, Information is freaking everywhere Mm -hmm. you put on your phone and there's something about the real estate market There's Mm -hmm. something about the mortgage market Mm -hmm. Um, and that kind of gets the people going type situation Mm -hmm. so it's easy for somebody to have a strong mindset Mm -hmm. to eventually have that eroded to the point that it's like okay is this what they're saying real or really going right. to happen? And is there a crash? And is it, 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 Which is
0: both sides of the coin, right? Mm-hmm. That's what proactively protecting it. Right. It's not just like you and I talked about earlier. It's like putting earmuffs on. It's like, okay, how am I feeding my mind positively? But mm-hmm. how am I protecting my mind from what's seeping in from every you know, possible avenue? Whether that's the person, whether that's your family, whether that's the person that you're doing business with, whether that's social media. Yeah. Like what am I allowing myself to be influenced by, sure, and am I actually checking in with that mm-hmm. because it's easy to be inundated sometimes,
1: yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, um, we talked a lot about business plans today, mm-hmm. um and I want to try and incorporate that in at somehow into this episode mm-hmm. um, so in switching gears a little bit because you can only talk about the market and what they can do so many times it's mm-hmm. it's like the same uh thing we talk about, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. I'm going to tell thirsty. you what you need to change. You, can,
0: you can try to make him thirsty, but right, you can't make yeah.
1: him drink. <laughs> hey, uh, you need to change.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. You need to change. And then it's like, okay, now you're out of the business because you didn't want to do the uncomfortable things. Uh, getting uncomfortable, uh, doing what you normally don't do because you didn't need to in the last two and a half years type situation.
0: Yes. And what I've and this will be my last point on this. Um doesn't have
1: to be, but go ahead.
0: Okay. Well, and I um this is something that I incorporated for this year. Okay. Um what I've found to be helpful, um, if I'm going for a, a big goal professionally, if I also put a big goal personally that I wanna achieve. Okay. I've noticed that those disciplines or those habits correlate.
1: Okay. Like I guess elaborate because mm-hmm. That's that's an interesting topic and something folks can adopt.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> one of my <laughs> one of my best friends convinced me to run a marathon. Oh my god! And um, so it was one of those. And a things. marathon is how long? Twenty six point two miles. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Okay. So uh, she said, "You know, that's on your bucket list." I'm like, "No, actually, I don't know if it is, but." <laughs> She knew that I would be up for the challenge. And one of my first coaching clients, she ran 50, for her 50th birthday, ran three marathons in three days. And I have a colleague who's an ultra runner, actually a couple colleagues that run like 100 mile. I'm like, okay, if they can do that, I can do that. Whoa. Um, So anyways, point being is we set out on this goal to run.
1: It's like 82, 80 something (laughs)
0: Oh, they're 100 miles. Yeah. Oh, my God. No yeah, line. yeah. All right. No, wow. and you won't find me doing that. I don't, okay. I'll, I'll do other things. Okay, but keep going. <laughs> The goal was just to do the 26.2. I was tired uh, while yeah. I was <laughs> <laughs> um, So we put in that plan in place, and you have you have to stick to a regimen to do something like that without injuring yourself. Okay. And so set that big goal, and while doing that, was also able to have one of my best years and grow my business and focus in other areas and be able to do other things. Um, because at the end of the day, forming the habit of discipline is correlated
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and it will like show up in other areas. So that's, that's just something that I've noticed.
1: I'll, I'll see if we could actually dig deeper on this because I mean, it's not written or anything like that, but what are your thoughts on the concept of you picking a big goal that had to do with health? alongside a hefty goal professionally. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you ever see that uh, becoming or how do you feel about that concept? Because I believe that probably has a lot to do with it. Your healthy life, um, everything else kind of follows. Mm
0: -hmm. But yeah, Mm -hmm. what do you think? Yeah, I mean that's part of my goal this year. I'm training for another. I mean, I'm only doing a 10k this year, um, but <laughs> only. <laughs> yeah, that one's not as a serious. I mean, it is a bridge run, so there's an incline, but oh, boy. Uh, so I'm doing that. And I also have I hired a handstand coach. So I have some handstand goals. I know what. Um,
1: what does a handstand co- coach do? Just okay. Let's do it again. <laughs> do <laughs> the same it again,
0: thing. what does any coach do? They they Touché. they, they hold they, you accountable. Yeah. They they give you some good techniques and they motivate you. And See what you did there. <laughs> (laughs)
1: See what you did there?
0: (laughs) Uh, So, you know, hey, I'm in sales. That means I'm a buyer, too. I like it. um, No, but uh, yeah. So I put those things in place to help me hold me accountable to those goals. And... I yeah I have lots of professional goals this year too. I'm I'm gonna have my best year and I'm gonna recruit some people too. Heck so. yes,
1: heck yeah. yes. Uh, shameless plug if you're out there and don't have a coach, <laughs> you probably look into Katie. <laughs> uh, Either she will or she'll have, refer you to. Who? I only
0: have five spots on my roster, but I got over a hundred coaches that's that I can match you with. That's yes, awesome. yeah. Anyways,
1: and go. <laughs>
0: scene <laughs> and scene. Um, yeah. um we were talking about crushing some goals yeah
1: um seems to be a lot of folks out there that are having a difficult time not only crushing the goals but mentally in wrapping their head around um i don't know the the concept of setting that plan in place Mm -hmm. and and Going back to what we've done all day long,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and there were so many instances where I was just holding back from kind of just doing what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are a lot of folks that are tough to come to terms with this market's not going to change. So I've got to do something to change. Um, it doesn't surprise me at the amount of folks that we saw today that did not have a business plan at January. 23rd. Um, because that's normal. That's totally normal. I, me included when it comes to things like that, um, Mm. historically, but once it got serious, you have to have those things as a top producer, as a business owner.
0: Well, I think there's a huge difference between people who take action on things. Okay. Right. I think we had alluded to this earlier in one of our, um, sessions today. It's like, You can catch yourself in that when-then cycle. When-then, yes. When-then. Yep. Okay, when January comes along, then I'll eat healthy. Mm -hmm. When uh, I hit this benchmark, or when this happens, then I'll get a coach, or when, you know, when-then, right? When-then is dangerous.
1: When-then this. Yeah.
0: Like, when I get that promotion, then I'll do this, or Mm -hmm. whatever, What when then does is gives us the permission to procrastinate, Mm -hmm. not in a good way. (laughs) Right, right. Um and I think it just gives us an excuse. And so it's like if you can catch yourself in that when then thought process, it's like, wait a second, why what is the root of that? Am I just because ultimately the root of procrastination is fear. Right. And so it's like if I can catch myself in that, it's like, wait a second, is this actually real?
1: Mm." And that seemed to be a common theme of not only today, but anything anyone does in order to grow mm-hmm. or to change mm-hmm. or why if don't you, know you change because you, I'm scared. Right? Of change. Correct. Yeah. 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 If you know,
0: it's good for you. There's a difference between waiting on something that you're unsure about or that you're, you, like, you start. Yeah, have There's, there's to, hesitation. Mm-hmm. And then there's a difference between like, if you, <laughs> uh, we like to say it's like, it's easier to act your way into thinking than to think your way into acting.
1: <laughs> I've never heard that before. <laughs> okay. So okay. if you
0: like, we'll use a gym analogy, right? Okay. Say, um, Oh, yeah, you wake up in the morning and you had planned to go to the gym. Oh, but I think it'll be better if I go later. Like, later, I'm going to mm. I'm gonna think my way into wanting to go later. I see,
1: because you've already uh, pissed the plan that you had down the drain. <laughs>
0: you're like, whatever excuse w- overcame what you wanted to do, yeah. or you said you wanted to do, when in actuality, if you just, like, make yourself get up, go mm. to the gym, like, how many times out of 10, 9.9 times out of 10, you're going to feel better that you got up and did it because you knew it was going to be good for you. Right. Right. So it's easier to act your way into thinking than to think your way into acting.
1: That's a pretty deep com- uh, uh concept right there. Yeah, I mean <laughs>
0: yeah. when it comes to things, there that you are- go, guys. <laughs> well, I mean, I <laughs> love. Again. I mean, I love like Brene Brown stuff, and like she has like the five, four, three, two, one kind of thing, and it's just about taking conscious actions, sure. especially in the areas that scare you in a good way, mm-hmm. intimidate you in a good way.
1: Well, I think. If we can, let's touch on your thoughts on people getting uncomfortable because it seems like the Mm -hmm. fear and uncomfort, and again, it goes into anything, creating a business Mm -hmm. plan. Why? Because you're scared of um, it being too intrusive. You're scared of not knowing how to Mm do it and doing it wrong Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. not being able to accomplish what you put down on paper. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, what, where do you, what do you see with that? What do you recommend? What are you,
0: Mm -hmm, what are your thoughts? mm -hmm. Um, I think I've seen the fear of success. What happens if I hit my goals and then I can't do it again? Or what if I'm expected to, you know, there's too much pressure on the fear of success. Mm -hmm. There's obviously the fear of failure. What if I don't hit it? Mm -hmm. How, what are my people are going to think all of that? Or just the fear of the unknown. Like, I don't know how to create a good business plan or something. And like we were talking about earlier, it's like done is better than perfect. Like If if, if anyone's coached with me, they know progress, not perfection. It's like, hey, start somewhere and then go and build from there. But I think it's easier to, unless we are willing to see it or have someone point it out to us, Mm -hmm. it's easier to succumb to some of those hesitations when then. So let's say someone
1: that... Is knowing that they continue to uh, miss the mark, not rise to the occasion, coming up with the excuse, mm. would that be a reason why they would hesitate to, let's say, get into coaching or take advice or actually make that change? Because mm. it, we're not in a a market or situation to where somebody's scared of succeeding; they're one hundred percent scared of failing, and they're almost paralyzed. And I keep saying they, but, um, I feel like it's a large demographic of, let's say a large group of new loan officers in the last two years that have gotten in the business. Um, probably a very select few handful of top producers still. Mm -hmm. Um, and your folks that have been in the business for a long time and Mm -hmm. have been able to get by with being consistent with referrals. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, um, Mm -hmm. What's going to happen? How do I make the push to actually do it? Mm. Does that make sense?
0: And when you say do... I
1: mean, you obviously have to want to make the change first. Yeah. Right? And people have to be honest with themselves about Mm -hmm. wanting to do it. But there's a lot of folks that want to do it, but don't actually do it.
0: I think it might come down to forming those habits Mm -hmm. of getting uncomfortable.
1: So do you suggest start small or... I
0: think... Something is better, Something than, is better nothing. than nothing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like if it, it, and I actually we had um our semi-annual meetings last week and our whole uh theme of the week was playing like a pro. Okay. Right? And part of that is showing up and forming those disciplines and getting uncomfortable and you know, getting uncomfortable could be like what if you're doing a lunch and learner? If you're doing something like, are you actually filming that presentation? Are you going back and watching your mannerisms and listening mm-hmm. to how you're talking, your vocal variety, and all of these things? Like, are you actually watching the game tape? Right. Or are you just showing up for the game hoping that you you win? <laughs>
1: well, that in itself is a trait or a habit of a top producer in any sales, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to be great at something, you're going to have to see the hard truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to have to record it. You're going to have to watch it back. You're going to have mm-hmm. to go, tell yourself, you say, um, too much. Or you say, that makes does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like me, you know, mm-hmm. I, I have these little things that I'm working on, mm-hmm. but I'm willing to be honest with myself, willing to take the extra time to record it so mm-hmm. I can watch back type situation. There's a lot of folks out there that previously were unwilling and are still unwilling. And now mm-hmm. it's getting worse and worse. Um, I can't say is there any hope for them as a coach when you have, and I, I'm i sure you've had this situation happen to where they want to continue to just go through the motions and think mm-hmm. things are going to change.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Are you honest with them? Mm-hmm. I mean, the hard truth mm-hmm. and nothing but the truth.
0: Yeah. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> Sorry. And usually it sounds something like, can I give you a piece of encouragement? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Or, you know, I, I think – Yes, I've had those hard conversations and I've seen, but the the difference maker is if someone is just willing to dip their toe in the uncomfortable. Like, if you're unconditionally committed to growing, if you're unconditionally committed to your business, like, you don't need to go run a marathon tomorrow, but can you commit to running a mile or at least walking a mile?
1: Mm-hmm. Baby like, steps.
0: Right? It, like I said, that's it's such a broad question for a specific situation. Right. Um. I think it's different for everyone, but the difference maker is like are you willing to f- it's a common denominator of success are you willing to do what other people are not willing to do and form the habit of doing
1: that <laughs> so when these uh i guess uh, million dollar producers your folks that are social media influencers are talking about this it's not fluff it is real regardless of who you are
0: you're everyone's going to have their own opinions I'm a big believer of both. And we've talked about that today. Okay. Like if I only just go post on social media and like, Oh, people are just going to flood into me. Like, yeah. You know, at the end of the day, we're in sales. You can't just order take. Mm-hmm. Are you are you an order taker or are you a professional? Right. Like, are you a professional who is working on themselves, working on their business? Am I only relying on referrals or am I willing to pick up the phone and cold call? I've had some of my best connections from cold calling. Yep. You and I met you never know. randomly. Random. I, fl- I floated you. essentially. What I, I just walked up to you and had a conversation. Like, yep. you never know who you're going to meet and what kind of connection you can make. And so treating every person that you meet as, hey, this could be an amazing friendship. This could be an amazing partnership. This could be, you know, mm-hmm. my next champion. Yeah. See people as champions.
1: That's a great perspective to have on that. Um, mm-hmm. because there are plenty of opportunities for folks out there to seize those moments, but they never come to be, um, uh, because they're unwilling to, and, and I'll use an example that just heard sent to the loan officers today. You got to see it earlier today, which was, mm-hmm. a uh, just a little excerpt from, uh, Patrick bet David that's talking about the loan officers and realtors that are not going to make it in this business. And he's pretty honest and blunt about it uh, to the point um, to where the video is only like five minutes long. And he says point blank, if your phone's not ringing right now, you didn't do enough calling out back then to have the referrals coming through currently, because Mm -hmm. even right now you're going to get less referrals regardless. So, therefore, you have to pick up the phone and start dialing outwards in abundance at the moment. Mm-hmm. And if you're not willing to do that, it might not be for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, does that... Uh, you feel the same way, I would imagine.
0: Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, sales is still a numbers game. Yeah. Um, I think it's about working smart and working hard, Um, you know, depending on what kind of level you're at. Right. You know, if you're just starting out, yeah, you you got to get the reps in mm-hmm. to be able to adjust your form but
1: and i think the uh, biggest thing that we can possibly take away from this is there are a lot of folks that may have forgotten that what we do for a living real estate and mortgage is still sales mm. even though it didn't feel like it for a while
0: it's not um, just educating it's people. not just
1: educating <laughs> people that yes you're yeah, that's uh, exactly the point there yeah. is um we've Flipped and I've heard it many times. I've actually said it a couple times. Mm-hmm. But when I was saying it, I still knew that I'm educating you by way of sales or I'm selling by way of education. Mm-hmm. It's just a little bit added value. Right. But there's a lot of folks that adopted it because it was easy mm. and it didn't sound salesy.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, it's in itself. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Right, um, that's a whole other can of worms for another time. Yeah. <laughs> what what does salesy mean? What is right? salesy? The true yeah. definition is not pushing someone to buy something. It's actually being able to ask some good questions, uh-huh. be able to find a need and provide a service. It's being able to lead someone to a point of decision, right? And how are you asking those kind of questions? So there is a technical skills piece of well, it, for absolutely, sure. yeah. And then there is a you know the the consistency piece of it, or just like yeah, what are you actually doing with that?
1: But what, are, what folks are having an issue with is getting the fish. Uh, it's like fish where the fish are. Well, where the hell are the fish? They're mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. They're out there. Um, but you've got to go find them. Mm-hmm. You've got to be the salesperson. You've got to do what it took to get mm-hmm. you to this point. And if you're just now getting in the business, you better mm-hmm. learn really quickly.
0: <laughs> yeah. And if, I mean, you bring up the fishing analogy, which yeah. I love, of course. Mm-hmm. So you got to use the right bait. You got to know, are you are you only fishing with one pole in the water? Yeah. Yeah. Where are you, like, where are you fishing at? Um, and
1: that but, goes hand in hand with the needle moving activities we've mm-hmm. been talking about all day. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, and the part that I love about the presentation is when I get to hear what others believe needle moving activities are. Mm-hmm. And I mean, 80% of the time they're right. They're just forgetting uh, to put how often or the frequency. There's sometimes where you go, you 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 don't know, kind of you don't get it yet, mm. um, and then once you explain it to them, it's like this aha moment of oh my god, I I've been looking at this wrong, mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's it's often fun to to I guess see that play out. Um, but as they say, you go to seminar or anything like right, that, right, right. listen to this podcast and uh twenty four hours later you're back to doing the same shit. hopefully
0: you gain some ideas <laughs> yeah. or perspective or nuggets from yeah, this, yeah, but if you need the if you need the accountability then there's a whole different conversation
1: <laughs> yeah you're not wrong yeah. um well, I mean, it's been a long day mm-hmm. uh, I'm super impressed that we even at the end of this day were able to can something, and uh there's plenty of value within this is i there, think, yeah. is there yeah is there anything that you want to uh kind of give? The listeners in way of value, additional, mm. anything that Katie can just sprinkle on top.
0: I'll Just sprinkle on top. Yeah. Um, <laughs> icing on the cake. <laughs> icing. icing. <laughs> um, I think mm, right now, probably just remembering, like, you, at the end of the day, you got to work hard. You got to put in the activity. Mm. Like, be kind. Okay. Like, realize, like, hey, I, I can make an impact, an impression with someone. Just, who knows? The person that I meet on the street, like work hard be kind do what you say you're going to do
1: huge one right
0: there at the end of the day like watch what somebody does
1: you know i'm going to i'm going to hone in on just that one thing that you said which is do what you say you're going to do when you say you're going to do it i think for those listening if there's mm-hmm. one thing that you can take away from this that will actually change the trajectory of anything that you're doing i don't care what it is mm-hmm. Hold yourself accountable to at least doing what you say you're going to do when you say you're going to do it. That's I I can't say it's a character flaw because I don't believe it's that deep as far as it. it, that's your character of not doing what you say you're going to do. I think we do it um, unintentionally Mm. sometimes because we want to um, fulfill whatever is being thrown at us, Mm -hmm. but... Um, if you can at least master that or set right expectations when giving those promises,
0: mm-hmm. well, and I think it's fair to say, obviously, no one's perfect. Everyone's human. No, but that's one of my favorite definitions of integrity: is doing what you said you would do, <laughs> uh, especially when no one's watching. Yeah, long after the feeling of wanting to do it sure. is gone. Sure. So, you know, I think both to other people, of course, and to yourself whether it's making that hard phone call when you really don't feel like it, maybe Mm -hmm. it's a perceived hard conversation, but willing to lean into it. You never know what's going to happen. Right. Right. Um, I mean, there's so many examples of that, but just following through on your commitments, doing what you say you're going to do. Um, and like lean into conversations. I feel like, man, the art of communication is lost. Slowly
1: losing. Yeah. You're not wrong there.
0: Um, anyways, that's, that's potentially another topic as well. But I think with, with this market, trusting the process, that's my word for the year. Trust, trust myself, trust the process, trust that I know if, if hard work always pays off sometimes now, often later, but always eventually.
1: Right. Ooh. Say that one more time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's something that Southwestern preaches a lot. I love it. Um, hard work always pays off sometimes now. Often later, but always eventually.
1: Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. Guys, um, I hope that you got something out of this. Um, plenty of nuggets, so to speak. Uh theoretically, philosophy. I mean, I, I would like to go super in depth in any one of these conversations can go deeper down the rabbit holes. Um
0: keep it simple. Silly. But <laughs> the goal is to
1: keep it simple silly. Don't be stupid. Uh yes. for the moment. <laughs> I won't edit that out either. Oh, goodness. That's awesome. Yeah. Katie, thank you. Yeah, thank you for joining yeah, me on you. this and thank you for opening up about this stuff.
0: I love having conversations like this. So, <laughs> if anybody wants to have a conversation, I will happily have these conversations.
1: There you go. All right, guys. Um well, it's been a long day and uh, I thought this was a pretty way, pretty great way to end this. Uh again, if you know anyone that could possibly get something out of this, make sure to share it, like it, subscribe it. Um, if you're watching on YouTube right now, um, and you didn't hit the like button, hit the like button now. <laughs> <laughs> Catch you on the next one. <laughs> that, 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 that's deep impactful. Like yeah, it's I, deep. It's very deep. So uh, that, that kept me going. It keeps me going when I have like, my I Hope that you find your passion out there,
0: whether it be real estate. Whether medicine, whether it be uh,
1: sports.